That, that was kind of a slip, but I do have a Ph.D., post hole digger. <laughs> yeah, education is not my uh, forte. But you know what? I just love Jesus. And that's the key to this whole thing, isn't it? Uh, I, I thought I heard back in the back that we didn't win. Is that right? This one more disappointment this year, huh? Well, praise God. Comes and goes. You know, somebody said, did you, did you see the ball drop? I didn't even know there was a ball. Nine o'clock, this old pumpkin head went out, boy. Exciting time, exciting time, glory. Well, it's a new year. Uh, you know, the, the scripture declares that his mercies are new every morning. So this is not anything new, new. Because he's new every morning for us if we look to him and draw from him, you know. His promises are yes and amen. He never fails. He never forsakes. He never changes the same. I love that. Consistent. There isn't too much in our life that's consistent, is there, you know. Uh, you, you go to the doctor and one doctor tells you one thing and tells you to go see a specialist. And he tells you the other guy didn't know what he's talking about, that you need to do this. So he gives you these meds. That guy gives you meds that counter, counter these meds. The next thing you're taking all kinds of meds in the world. And you should have just went to Jesus to start with. We went out for breakfast with my daughter yesterday. I've been struggling over the last season. I went through about a, oh, I don't know, a week and a half of. I know if I went to the doctor, they'd call it COVID. You know, everything's COVID, you know. But anyway. Uh, just coughing and sneezing and hurting and pain. And I just start to get over that. And I don't know if you notice how handsome I am this morning. Uh, I got shingles in my right eye. My eye was been swollen shut for about three or four days. And, and now it's breaking loose and scabbing up. And I'm in good shape, bless God. But uh, so, you know, there's stuff happens, as, as the bumper sticker says, stuff happens. But what we do with what happens makes a difference. You know, sometimes we, we spend a lot of time trying to figure out, now, is, is, is God doing something? Is, is the devil doing something? Did I make mistakes? Should I have done this? Should I have done that? You know, more importantly is, what are we going to do with what happens? Not what happens or who did it or what it was, but what am I going to do with it? Am I going to look to Jesus, or am I going to rely on self-effort in my own doings? Have you ever noticed, uh, I know with me, um, when I first got saved, man, there wasn't, there wasn't a sinner safe within a thousand miles, man. I had my family so wore out on Jesus, they didn't even want to see me. You know, just Jesus, 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 loved it. Slept and ate it. At work, the guys wouldn't even come around me. Because all I was talking about is Jesus. And you know what I realized the other day is that's not true anymore. That's not true anymore. I, I love Jesus, but uh, somehow we, uh, we uh, get familiar with the things of God, don't we? Uh, we get complacent and apathetic in our walk with him. And, yeah, I know Jesus. Everything's okay. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll sing these songs and, and uh, just like, 
So what? We sing some songs. But I'll tell you what, these songs this morning, if you'd have got them into your heart, it would change your life. You know, there's power, uh, but we take so much for granted. We want something spectacular. We want the, the big bang, you know. We want the ball to drop, the new year to come in with a flash, you know. I just want to get renewed in my spirit, church. I, I think in the Revelation where he, where he talks to the church and says some good things about them. But he says, one, one thing I got to talk to you about, church, you've left your first love experience. Not that we left our first love, we still love Jesus, but to experience him like we once did. That's, that's what's important, you know. People don't like to see a, a go to a restaurant. You, you don't want them to bring a plate out that's been warmed over, do you? You want something fresh. And that's what the world's looking for, some freshness, some, some zeal, some, some fire, some unction in the church today to see us alive and well functioning. I just love to come to the rock because it's so positive, you know. You go through a week of uh, just kind of ooh, ooh, whatever, you know, life kind of trying to eat your lunch and uh, blacken your eye or whatever. And then you come, and it's just so refreshing, so refreshing. Don't you get refreshed when you come to church? Some of you don't look real refreshed. I don't know. Yeah, I'm all excited. Well, you know, it's not what we look like. You know, it's not what we look like. Yeah, thank God for that. Boy, we'd be in trouble, wouldn't we, Valerie? Shoo. Yes, sir. But I, th I think, how do, how do we stay fresh and alive in the Lord? And we're headed into a new year. And, of course, everybody says, did you make your New Year's resolutions? You know, I've done that so much. How many, how many have made resolutions and, and stuck with them all year? How many have ever done that? All right. What was yours? There you go. All right. <laughs> now, you, you got your wise woman there. Don't make any, and you don't have to fool with it, but... But, you know, sometimes we, we, we need to evaluate our lives a little bit, don't we? Just think about um, not necessarily uh, failures or victories, but just kind of like balance the book, so to speak. Let's just kind of see where I've been, think about where I've been, and uh, maybe where, where I want to head, you know? Uh, I think it's good to evaluate things, don't you? <laughs> Otherwise, we don't know whether we're, we're moving on or stagnant or falling behind if we don't have a, a benchmark or some place to, that's where I want to be, that's where I wanted to head. But you know, I've made resolutions before and they didn't last till the sun went down. I love food. I don't know if you know that or not, but uh, how many here love food? Okay, well, I'm talking to the right crowd down there. So, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose weight. How many have ever promised yourself you're going to lose weight? And it's not far down the line, you, man, I'm four pounds up than was before. I'm watching what I'm eating, but that's the trouble. I watch everything I eat, you know. But, so, you know, those, those promises in ourselves um, usually don't, don't hold too long. But when we roll them over on Jesus, the author and finisher of this whole thing, we begin to see victories in our life. We begin to see victories in our life. I can't, but he can. 
I don't care what the question is in your life, whatever it is, whether it's about health, finances, relationships, a job, whatever it is, children, whatever, whatever it is, I'm telling you today, the answer to that problem is Jesus. Is Jesus. Now, I, I come into the Christian faith with some, uh, some real warped thinking. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys had that problem, you know, just uh, really warped thinking about who I was. Uh, somehow, in the midst of it all, I, I got uh, robbed of, uh, of uh, just self-worth, and I felt real low about myself. I, I'm, I'm no good. I can't do this. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to happen. Da, da, da. Any, anybody ever have that negative, negative push in your life? And, you know, when I come to Jesus, that began to change. I'm not saying that changed. I'm saying that began to change. I began to look to Jesus. I began to look into his word. And most importantly, I began to believe what I read. Now, that's a key. You can sing these songs and walk out of here the same way you come in. Or you can sing these songs like she's talking about and, and the love of Jesus rise up in your heart and, and purposes become real and alive and that word is so profound for you. But it's our choice. We've got to renew the spirit of our minds according to this word. We've got to stay fresh. Now, how do we stay fresh in the Lord? How do you do that? Well, we assemble together. That's very important. We stay in the Word. But there's something on the inside needs to take place of us on a consistent basis. Um, let, let's go to uh, Mark chapter 2, verse 21 and 22. The Word is powerful and rich and real. It changes lives, it changes circumstances, situations. It says here, and no one puts new wine into old wine skins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost, and the skin as well. But one puts new wine into new wine skins. How many recognize God is doing a new thing in the earth today? Some new wine, some, some new power, some new fire, some things happening. You know what the, the political situation, the world situation, uh, governments uh, faulting, uh, economies failing, uh, all kinds of uh, stuff going on, the border, uh, the lack of, all these things going on. In the midst of it, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. If we can focus on that. It's in the midst of all of that, God's doing a new thing in the church. God's doing a new thing in the church. You know, there's more young people in church today than there's been for a long time. You don't, you don't know that because you just come here and what's here is here. But as a whole, the church universal, it's drawing young people. They're sick and tired of being sick and tired of nothing not happening, of, of empty religion, of old wine. They want new wine, freshness, the power of God being released. Signs and wonders across the board are taking place in the church today. And I want to be a part of that. I want to be on the front lines. I want to be new wine. I might be an old wineskin, but I want to stay pliable for the Lord. I want to be willing to learn new things about the things of God, don't you? I want to be, uh, 
I want to be ready when he's ready. You know, somebody times, well, well, I got to, the wife says, we're going to go here. Well, I, I got to get ready. I want to live ready for Jesus, don't you? I want to live ready. You know, thinking about our attitude about stuff, uh, your wife ever tell you we're going over here tonight and, and to that house, to those people's house? And you go, I don't want to go. I just don't want to go. Why don't you want to go? I don't like them to start with. <laughs> I'll just be real honest. I don't, I don't want to go. Well, you know what they say, don't you? Well, we're going. So there's only two things I can do. I can go with a bad attitude, or I can get myself an attitude adjustment, an attitude adjustment, and do this thing with some peace and some joy in my heart. That's the way what the world is. It's not always what you want. It's not always what you like. It's seldom what you would choose, but you're going to have to do life anyway, right? So you just well get your Holy Ghost attitude adjustment, get some new wine flowing in your spirit, get some excitement, get to thinking on the Word of God, get to thinking on the things that God has already done for you. I love that. So he's the same. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. New wine. I want some new wine in this hour, don't you? I want some new wine in my life. And he said, well, this is, don't you get tired of hearing, well, there's a miracle going on out there. There's, there's revival in Pettisville. There's revival in, in wherever. I want it here right now in my life. And the only way that happens is new wine and new wineskins. Be pliable. Be fresh. Be willing to change. You ever get stuck in a spiritual rut? This is the way it is, this is the way it's always been, and this is the way it always will be. you got to change your mind and heart about things. New wine and new wineskin. So we know the, the, the New Year's resolutions don't work, but let's, let's make some, some de decrees and, and declarations according to the Word of God for our life. How about that? Let's not just say what the world's saying, or maybe what our flesh wants, but let's say with our mouth. Listen, the words of your mouth are powerful. Do you know that? The power of life or death is in your tongue. In creation, God didn't think, hmm, I, I'm just thinking I'll make a man. God said, let us create. God spoke things into existence. He speaks things into existence now through his word. If we'll say what he says, we can have what he says. Amen? But if we're going to hang out in that old stale wineskin, we're just going to keep getting what we got. I go out to the jail and minister on a couple times a week, and it's amazing the guys in there, how much they know about the word of God. You start talking about the word, boy, they, they know it all, they know it all. And I go, well, you know what? How's that working for you? Well, what do you mean? I said, well, I come in to visit you, you're in jail and I'm not. How's it working for you? Oh, I don't know, I don't know. What, what do you mean, man? I mean, it's not just the word, but it's the word. A transformed life, a new life in Christ Jesus. Old things passed away. The old wineskin's gone. New wineskin for new wine, 
freshness in this hour, revival in our hearts to look at this new year in a positive way, to say what the Word of God says about us. His mercies are new for us every morning. You know, for these guys over there, uh, they wish they weren't there and nobody would want to be in jail. We all have remorse that we got caught. And there's a penalty for getting caught. But I'm telling you, church, that's not repentance. Repentance is having a change of heart, a change of mind that empowers us for a change of action. See, we can want something different this morning. Oh, I got a resolve, man. I'm, I'm going to do something different. We can have that resolve, but we have to do something with that, don't we? Are you with me this morning? Are you, are you following what I'm saying, you know? Uh, a renewing of the spirit of our minds so we begin to say what the Word says. I, I am not an accident going to happen. I do not, I do, I'm not one that doesn't know what's going on. The Spirit of God within me tells us what's going on in this end times, doesn't he? He reveals those things to our spirits. We know what's going on. We're not stupid. We might act like it sometimes. But we're not stupid. We have the Spirit of God within us that teaches us all truth and leads us and guides us. All we got to do is get our ears up and keep our mouth on the Word of God. I am my own worst enemy sometimes. You stupid thing, why'd you do that? You ever do that? What's wrong with you, you jerk? And you know what? After a while, I begin to believe it. And when I begin to believe it, I begin to act like that all the more. And then the Holy Ghost just has to get a hold of me and kind of shake me up a little bit. And Come on, son, you know better. I am so glad, so glad that mercy triumphs over judgment. So glad. And you know, if we don't show mercy, we won't get mercy. We can get critical with people around us, you know, I can... They ought to be doing this. They ought to be doing that. They shouldn't do this. They shouldn't be doing that. The Lord has led me in the last several weeks to be, uh, to be working with, uh, you probably won't recognize the name, the Bible family. and the, They're like the Jesse James gang of Montpelier, you know. Just to, they go to the bar, and if they can't find somebody to fight with, just, the brothers fight amongst themselves or their cousins. and They've just been um, just alcohol problems, just all kinds of issues. And, and uh, one of them uh, developed a lump on the side of his neck the size of a, a softball. And uh, come to find out it was, it was a cancerous growth. And who does he call? Who does he call? He calls me. And he says, I just, I just had to talk to you. He says, I... I I remember years ago when I was in rehab, you came and talked to me and led me to Jesus. Now, I don't remember that at all, but he did. So when things were down, he called someone that could lead him to Jesus back to faith again. Now, I'm not saying the guy's out of the woods, but I'm saying he's headed in the right direction. He's looking to Jesus. How did that happen? Because once... Once back then, I was filled with new wine. I was filled with new wine. You know what my thoughts were when he called me this time? 
I wonder what he wants. I know none of you are guilty of that at all. I know, I know he wants something. I wonder what he wants. And boy, did the Holy Ghost convict me. I just didn't love the brother. That's all there was to it. I didn't love him like Jesus loved him. I didn't seem like Jesus. If he'd stop fighting and drinking, we could talk. That'd be the condition we'd probably never talk. I go down to share with him. The other word is F this, F that, blah, 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 blah. And I go, oh. I just walk away feeling dirty. But you know what? I just keep speaking Jesus into his life. And the Holy Ghost keeps stirring him up. I remember when you talked to me. I remember this. You know, I'm, I remember when I gave my heart to Jesus. I remember that. We just need freshness in this hour. Ahead of this next year, living the right way, saying the right things. We don't have to please everybody else. We only got to please one person, and his name is Jesus. And he loves you. He has a wonderful plan for the year ahead for you. We just got to look to him for that. Not make our own plans and put him aside and, you know, okay, well, I, I, I should have done this different. And that's all well to, to evaluate things, whether that was good or not so good. I think that's important. But the most important thing is when we find out where we're at, to give it to Jesus. To give it to Jesus. There's some things I am not proud of in my life, and I'm sure you have those as well. But his mercy triumphs over judgment. His word prevails in our lives. New wine and new wineskins. <coughs> I love what the scripture says about being born again. How many here know Jesus? Really know Jesus, Savior of the Lord in your life. He says, he says, God says that you're a new creature. Old things passed away. Behold, all things become brand new, fresh, alive in him. So when the devil says you're this, you say, oh, no, 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 I'm not that. I'm this. I'm what he says I am. Remind the devil. He'll beat you down and rob you. Remind yourself. Renew the spirit of your mind according to the word. See, that didn't just renew your mind, not just think about it, but meditate on that word. Get it from your head into your heart where it functions in your life on a daily basis. This isn't from Sunday to Sunday routine. We get cranked up on Sunday morning, we hear some good songs, we get some fellowship together, we hear the word, and then we go out and start getting drained down for next Sunday. No. Let the Holy Spirit light that fire in you. It's your decision. It's not that he don't want to. It's not that he can't. He is and he does and he will, if you will, let him. Just be released in the Holy Ghost this morning. In Jesus' name. News creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things passed away. The new, fresh, alive in Jesus. I like what... Well, what the Apostle Paul talks about in the Romans chapter 7, that uh, as far as a New Year's resolution, the very thing I said I was going to do, I don't find the strength to do it. 
And the very thing I said I'd never do again, I find myself doing it. Oh, woe is me. Who will deliver me? And he says, thanks be to God. It's through Jesus Christ our Lord. So when the enemy presses you to thinking, getting you to think of your failures and the disappointments and what you should have done, could have done, and didn't do, all those things, look to Jesus. Draw from Jesus. You know, this, this this morning can just be empty talk for you. I know some of you, it's like, blah, 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 blah. I heard all this before, blah, 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 blah. Well, it's not a matter of hearing it before. It's a matter of hearing it with hearing ears. It's a matter of hearing it in your heart. There's nothing new that somebody couldn't preach. You can't get somebody who's going to preach a new message. If it does, it's probably not real anyway. The Word doesn't change. The same yesterday, today, and forever. But we don't hear it. We may hear it, but it goes in one ear and out the other and doesn't, doesn't fill our lives. It's a living word, a word that changes and transforms our conversation. And when our conversation changes, our lives change, doesn't it? Much of my problems in my marriage, we've been married, I don't know, 57, 58 years, something like that. Been a while anyway, I know that. It's all been good, though. It's all been good. No, it all hasn't been good. How many you have to work at your marriage? She started to raise her hand, but he was looking. <laughs> it's work, isn't it? It's work. But uh, the, w- the way we work through that is we, we communicate about it, don't we? The, the greatest problem in marriage is lack of communication. And the greatest problem with the Lord is lack of communication. I'm supposed to know that. I've been saved all these years. I'm supposed to know that. What well, don't mean that you're supposed to or not. Do you really know him? Do you really know him in a deep, personal way? Are you saying what he says about you and living what he says you can live? We, got to, we live in a, in a generation that's confused today. And this may not be a popular topic, but uh, our young people are sexually confused. They don't know whether they're we got a teen center in Mount Pier, and the little girls want to be boys, and the little boys want to be girls, and the girls want to hold hands and kiss and things. And well, what is that all about? That's all demonic. That's what that's all about. The church needs to rise up and declare and decree. You know, God created you. Got one little girl. Her name is uh, Crystal, and uh, she wants to be called Bob. She said, well, well, call me Bob. I said, I'm not calling you Bob. You're Crystal. And you're going to be Crystal in Jesus' name. And you know what now? She's starting to wear makeup and act like a girl. I'm not saying she's out of the woods. But confused. The world's confused. That's just one issue that it's confused about. The only stable thing in life today is Jesus and the Word of God. That's the only thing. That's going to see us through in this generation. To get our minds fixed and steady on his word. To be new wineskins with fresh new wine. Jesus said, I am the way. Listen, I'm the way. 
I'm the truth and I'm the life. There ain't nothing else. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And as we trust that and believe that and draw from that, we'll walk in the way, the truth, and the life. It'll be real for us. It'll be real out of us. These young people today are looking for somebody real that are not afraid to speak the truth in love to them. Well, I don't, I don't want to offend someone. You know, sometimes the truth offends, doesn't it? That's not my purpose. But the truth is truth, isn't it? And Jesus is the way, the only way. The only way to right this whole situation of a nation is for people to rise up, the church to rise up. The world's not going to. There's no super politician coming along going to salvage this whole thing for us. Jesus is the only answer. The church, the church is on the cutting edge of victory right now. Right now. Everything going on serves the purpose of Christ in our lives. If we take advantage of it and live big for him. And live for the, I'm the, I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above this thing and not beneath it. It's not going to eat my lunch for me. I'm in charge here in Jesus' name. New vision, freshness, inspiration. Job's friends were talking nonsense to him. You remember Job? How many read Job? Well, you know, the only reason you're in this trouble because, you know, you've sinned and you've done this wrong. And Job's heart was clean. I hadn't done anything. I don't know. But they kept accusing him and accusing him. And, and finally, uh, he comes and speaks the truth. Speaks the truth. And it's, it's done. It's done. We've got to speak the truth in this hour, church. We've got to live above and not beneath on top of this thing. I only got four more pages of notes. I hope you all are all right with that. So, oh, you all am all right? Am I okay? All right. All right. So, we find there's nothing magical about the new year, right? Is anything really different for you today than was yesterday? And it probably won't be tomorrow or the next day. But what can be different is I change my attitude and my perspective and my language about what's taking place. As I begin to see myself as a head and not the tail. As I begin to speak in victory and authority. You say, well, it, that it's bad. It looks bad. But how many realize it's not what it looks like? It's what he says it is. What he says it is. He says, I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. I didn't say that. He said that. So if I say what he said, I get what he says I get, right? Amen. So we're talking about uh, just looking at this year with expectation with hope for a future, that if I need, I need to make some adjustments uh, for myself, then, then, then we'll make them. But by what standard do we make the adjustment? Now, my wife has great plans for me. She has had for 57 years, and she's been disappointed the whole time. We don't always live up to everybody's expectations, do we? And we shouldn't have to. But 
there's one expectation I want to fulfill. That's what he has for me. Not what I want, not what someone else wants for me, but what he has for me, what he has provided for me. Precious, great, exceeding promises that by them I might be a partaker, a receiver of divine nature. A divine nature. You're not just somebody going through this next year. You have a divine nature. The Holy Spirit dwells within you. I've been watching some, um, some YouTube videos. Now, don't shout me down, okay? Everybody's got their own fault. But you want to believe everything you see on there, you know what I'm saying? <coughs> but, but these YouTube videos are talking about uh, the scientists have discovered 25 new species in the last year that nobody knows about. Or they're developing new species, new kinds of animals that nobody's ever seen. They're doing genetic things that bring bringing dinosaurs back. Crazy, isn't it? But you know what the Word says? That you're a temple of the Holy Ghost. You're the brand new creation. You're the new species in the earth today. You're the one that's going to transform and change things by the power in Jesus' name. A brand new species of being. Never before, never before Jesus has there been a human being with the Spirit of God inside Think about that. That is awesome. The Spirit of God abides within me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He abides within me. I have his mind. I have his power, his authority. You say, well, it sure don't feel like it. Well, we're living below potential. We're living below potential. I like to look at the word there, there are... Uh, there are truths that are set forth that are positional, such as that, a positional truth. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That, that's a truth. But now, to possess that, something has to take place. The positional truth has to become possessional for us. That it's not just out there, but it's in here. It's producing in me. It's building me. It's strengthening me that I can give life, that I can be that new creation, that new species of being that challenges the world's thought life, that challenges their actions, that causes the Bibles to ask questions, to look you up, to find you when they need you because they know you got some answers. I want to challenge us today. How many want a fresh new wine this year? There's some new wine? So, what do we got to be? New wineskins, pliable, flexible, allowing this to change us and then walking in that change in 2023. Amen? Let's pray, church. Father, we thank you that you declare and decree your word over our lives. That old things have passed, old thinking, old ways, old habits, Old prisons, past, done, gone. New life in Christ Jesus this year. Brand new, fresh alive. That you are strengthening us in our inner man. That we're going to walk as the head, not the tail in the year ahead. 
We're going to walk above and not beneath. We're going to declare and decree your word and see it come to pass in our lives, in our children's lives, Father, in our communities. I thank you, Father, you've destined us to be world changers. And Father, this morning we declare we refuse to be anything less. We declare and decree your word over our lives. Christ in me, the hope of glory. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'd like to pray with anybody who needs prayer other than that. Go. <laughs> I guess I guess I guess that's how you do it. I don't know.